We're about to light up season three of Drifter's Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode one is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. Episode two is going to be called Loner Legends, sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season three drops on October 23rd. This is Emil Amos. Check out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com. Hold on, I forgot my funny hat. Where is it? I can't be a character without a hat. This week on Mystic Party, Graham Skipper, Cthulhu statues, and Merman. Hit it, Ghost DJ. Welcome to the Mystic Party, the world's premier crypto psychology show. I'm your host, Bria Grant, Southern California's leading psychic. And I'm your other host, Zane Grant, professor of occult studies at Long Beach Institute for Scientology Demystification. Ah, oh, that's one of my favorite institutes. It's amazing. You know, I haven't figured out the other thing I haven't figured out with the electronics here is how to make my voice sound, sound echoey. We're going to figure this place out at some point. We're going to figure it out. We got new equipment here at the Super Creative Studio, and Zane and I can't figure out how to work it. <gasps> hey, we have a guest today. His name is Graham Skipper. Graham. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh. look at that. Thank you, studio audience. Um, Graham. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me on. And, I'm, I'm very excited to be here. I loved, I loved that intro music, by the way. Did you love it? I did. I wanted to have like a lava lamp going. And, oh, good. Uh, Let me tell you one thing about that intro music. It's free on YouTube. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, you know, YouTube has all this unlicensed stuff, and we like slowed it down and changed it a little bit, but it's free on YouTube. Nice. So just go grab that anytime just, you want. Just put anytime. it on a loop for like a 12-hour loop. Yeah, yeah, you get a lot done doing that. Like you would probably like... Cast a lot of spells and like smoke a lot of weed and pass out on like velvet couches. Drink a lot of cough syrup. Yeah, all yeah. sorts of things you could do on that. Sounds like good interim, good good Saturday afternoon with that interim. Good music. interim music. Good interim music. Graham, um, you're an actor. Uh huh. You've been in some things that I've seen, but I first saw you. I'm gonna talk about this because it's really awesome. I saw you in Reanimator the musical here in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. That was fucking badass. Thanks. Um, are you theater? You're more theater. You're more. Um, I, I guess you could say I was. I was uh, brought up in the theater, and that's what I studied in college. Fordham, right? Fordham University. Oh, how'd that's... you know that? Because he went to school with Kit Williamson, a former guest of yes, the show. Oh, Kit has with been Kit. on the show. Yeah. Kit's a good friend. Yeah, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Lived in New York for about ten years and did a lot of theater there and a lot of sketch comedy and two two very lucrative lucrative. Oh, oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. You know, Big. people quit your day job right now and go do some theater and sketch comedy if you want to be a rich millionaire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're um, famous for being tased in the theater scene. I yes. what? What is this story? Um, I so the the sketch comedy of which I speak uh, was a comedy troupe. What were they called? Uh, they called fucked. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, With a F- T. It's spelled F U C T. F U C T. Okay. Uh, which which at one point stood for the Fordham Underground Comedy Troupe because we all met at Fordham. <sighs> you guys but, are clever. But that we are. We're very very smart. Uh, we're very proud of that one. But then. At a certain point, once we were out of school and still doing the show, Fordham came to us and, and politely asked us not to use their name. <laughs> so then, so then, and so you guys then, were, like, loyal enough to your school that you said yes. <laughs> yeah, we just said, well, well now we're just fucked. Okay. So, uh, we're just fucked. We're fucked, boys. <laughs> but, <laughs> pretty much. But, yeah, part of our show was, you know, we were sort of a combination of, like, surreal sketch comedy and dance and music we had a live rock band and then wow. a thing that we did was uh, live physical stunts like jackass on stage kind of oh so we had a thing like you, when you say physical stunts you mean things that like hurt people yeah yeah okay. hurt, hurt us so we we had a thing called the wheel of torture uh <laughs> that audience members before the show could pay five dollars and they would spin the wheel whatever it would land on they would get to do to a cast member of their choice oh my god and people are so sadistic i feel like everyone would do that oh yeah oh yeah it, it was, was super it was, popular i mean we we made a lot of money that way what are uh, the options on the wheel of torture some of the one well uh, uh we say taser really technically it's a stun gun um what's the difference uh, well, taser is the thing that shoots out the little barbs that oh, stick really? in you. Mm. A stun gun that. is just the thing that has it's the like, little <laughs> arc, you know. And... It's the thing you mostly see on television. Yeah, oh, which hurts like a son of a bitch, but it's you know effective. tolerable. Yeah, and so tolerable. you got stunned. Oh yeah, a lot, a lot. Um, because and why do they always pick you? Because I'm just that adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We we but I mean that wasn't the worst thing. We had a paintball gun, and that was pretty bad. Oh. Um, and we had like rat glue traps you know you put a rat glue trap on your leg and they'd rip the hair out and, that's uh, like rip, could rip your skin off yeah yeah i can't take that kind of pain did you ever poop your pants when you got stunned i never pooped my pants did you pee no i peed on stage during a show but that just was part of the scene just for fun yeah yeah <laughs> part of a can, scene. You pee, can you pee on cue well i mean if you hold it in long enough you can but is that like a skill you have <laughs> Is that on your actor's resume? It's, it's on my special skills. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I can canoe, uh-huh. horseback ride, and pee on demand. Yeah, pee on demand, and I get a driver's license. Wow. <laughs> and it's a good one. I like the driver's <laughs> license ones. Um, wow, okay. So you did theater, and then you came to Los Angeles when? So I, uh, doing fucked um, was how I met. <laughs> the name is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, it was how I met uh, George Wint, um, uh-huh. who he... Forget exactly how it is. I, one of our band, our like band leader, was in Hairspray with George. Oh, and so wow. then George started coming to our shows, and then George just became a friend. And mm. uh, when he got involved with Reanimator the Musical, because he's an old, you know, longtime friend of Stuart Gordon's, uh, he recommended me uh, for the role of Herbert West. So then, oh man, I came out. I was actually in Vegas with my my girlfriend at the time, now my wife Jordan, and we were there on vacation. Shout and out I to got Jordan. A, and I got a yeah Jordan, um, <laughs> and I got a a phone call from George while I'm like standing in a casino. And I go, what? Why is George calling me right now? And he said, hey, so do you know Stuart Gordon? And I'm like a huge horror fan, and of course I know who Stuart Gordon is. Oh man! And uh, so Stuart called me and said, hey, would you be willing to come in to audition in a couple days? So I I <laughs> sent Jordan back to New York on a plane, and I drove from. Oh Vegas my god! Really. And auditioned, yeah. Wait, were you living in New York? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you moved out here, like, to do that? Yeah, we, because originally it was just a reading, and then, and so I was out here for, like, three weeks, and then went back to New York, and then the show uh, started 
you know, once the show actually opened, it was only supposed to run for a month, and then it kept getting extended. Yeah, you guys, extended. like, it was, yeah, I feel like it got extended so many it times. Ran, it, we, it ran off and on for, like, two years. Crazy. And so, at a, after a certain point, you know, Jordan and I just said, oh, well, why don't we give it a shot? That's fun. Yeah. Give it a shot. Shoot Shit. for the stars. Just, Los yeah, Angeles, man, just California. Go just go for it. Yeah, where all the gold is. I, um... If people haven't seen the musical, the uh, reanimated musical, it's not on anymore. Hopefully, you guys will bring it back at some point because it's so good, and you I get like covered so, in yeah. blood in the audience, and they're singing. You sing. Mm-hmm. When are you going to go on American Idol? When am I going to? Do go you want to sing a song Idol? for Mystic Party? <laughs> <laughs> we like to put our guests on the spot. I'll sing you anything, anything you want. We, I, I want to sing something like horror themed or something. I, I think know, it has to be a be. duet though with you and Bria. I don't oh, know any go. songs. Oh, <laughs> I don't know any. I'm in a song from the musical. Oh, from um, the musical. That's what you're saying. No, I don't know. Let's give. We'll put a pin in that. We'll put a pin in that. We'll think. Maybe we'll do like a like. What's a what's a famous duet? Summer Lovin'. Summer Lovin'. That's really good. good, That'll be our going out song. So stick around, (laughs) stick around, kids. Um, And then now people can see you. Um, I saw uh, this movie at Fantastic Fest, I think. Um, Almost Human, which is out on Blu ray. Mm -hmm. And you can get it on VOD still, I think. Yep. You can get it on VOD, on Blu ray, DVD. And there's, they did a limited edition printing on VHS, which I was very excited what? about. What? Yeah. That's so cool. Because it's set in the 80s. 80s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and talk about, so it's a it's a horror movie. It's an alien horror type yeah, movie. It's, it's, a, it's an alien abduction splatter movie. Um, uh, sort of a, uh, uh, you know, people are calling it a throwback, I guess. Uh, super violent uh, about... He's like uh, smiling so much while he's saying super violent, just so everyone knows. Yeah, he's like violent. super violent. Lots of blood, My lots fave. Of, lots of uh, bladed implements and guns and stuff. Yeah, there's um, all sorts of crazy stuff that goes on in that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's about in my best friend in the movie, Mark, played by the extremely talented Josh Ethier. Yeah, he's um, good. He, uh, I witness him get abducted by aliens in the mm-hmm. opening of the film. And uh, cut to two years later, Mark comes back, but now he's a homicidal maniac yeah and he's good at that he's really good i never met him in real life so it was like a when i met him i was like oh i have like a weird sensation about you because i only know you from this weird movie like this movie in which you're like weird and crazy yeah he's been i I, i've heard other people say that because he's such a sweetheart he's you know but he's a big dude he's a big guy with a beard he's very quiet yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. he has a beard it's it's funny too he's quiet so yeah i know what he's thinking he in in the movie like he's not actually a lumberjack but all of like all of the vod you know about this movie everybody says he's a lumberjack Cause oh, because he's wearing because of that, and then he wears plaid too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all, all wear it's a lot of flannel in that movie. Well, who was the costume designer? <laughs> um, the, it was a lumberjack. Actually, they hired a real life lumberjack to costume lumberjack. design the, the uh, movie. We said we like you. <laughs> he's like, I've never done it before, but I'm really tired of chopping down trees. <laughs> um, tired of this log rolling. Feel like I'm never getting anywhere. <laughs> Do you know who the costume designer was? Uh, yeah, yeah. John, John, his name is John Palmer. Uh, he was a friend of of Joe Begus and yeah. uh, uh, and Josh Ethiers, and he's also in the film. Oh, who uh, is he in the film? He plays my my coworker at oh. the at the hardware store. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, congratulations on that movie. People love it. Thanks. People should check it out right now. It's called Almost Human. Not to be confused with the Fox show of the same name. No, that's confusing. We didn't, they didn't never tell you you need to change the name or anything on that? No, because we had our name first. Do people ever <gasps> oh. think yeah. Not Quite Human? Yeah, yeah, do they ever think it's that, that movie from the 80s about, um, about a 
Alan Thicke is the father. He builds a, a teenage robot, sends him to high school as an experiment. Yeah. Uh, the robot graduates, goes to prom. But he looks like a person. Well, that's yeah. the third act of our film. Oh. That's what ends up happening. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. There's yeah. a twist. There's a twist no one's expecting. <laughs> and then Alan Thicke shows up. And then Alan Thicke shows up as a lumberjack. Oh. Yeah. Any movie? I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> I'll invest. How much do you need? Um... I don't know if I have any more questions for you, and I'm really bad at interviewing people, so let me just think for a moment. What's your favorite color? My f- purple. Okay, and your favorite food? Favorite food? Uh-huh. Um, chicken fried steak. Chicken fried steak? Oh, yeah. Oh, because oh, you're from Texas. Yeah. Like us. We're Wait, from Texas. We're in Texas. We're from East, Northeast Texas. Northeast. Marshall, Texas. You're from Marshall? Mm-hmm. We are Marshall! Yeah, except yeah. it's not that movie, but yes, we no. are from that, <laughs> from a place called Marshall. We're from, like, near Shreveport, Louisiana, but in okay. in um, in Texas, yeah. yeah. So chicken nice. fried steak was a staple of our childhood. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, I go I go between, like, chicken fried steak or fried okra. Wow. Um, sometimes I go with Does your wife cook all this stuff, or do you cook it? Who cooks no, it? No, I, I grill. I can grill stuff. Oh. Uh, she, she's... She's an, an aerial acrobat, so she's a very healthy person. Oh, an aerial acrobat? Yeah. You know what? I watched MasterChef, and just so you know, there's a girl who's a stripper on there, and they always call her an aerial dancer. But then she brings it up sometimes. She'll be like, I don't want to go back to the gentleman's club. So just be careful when you call your wife an aerial acrobat. Because <laughs> they always have it underneath her. Aerial dancer. An aerial dancer? That's so But weird. she's a stripper. She even says it on the show. It's not like I'm like being yeah. an asshole. She like is a stripper. Is that like graphic novel versus comic? Maybe, dancer maybe, or like cartoonist versus um, illustrator. You heard this one? I don't know the no. difference, really. Who knows, really? The important things you learn on Mystic Party. Um, all right, well, Graham, now's the part of the show where we do uh, we talk about paranormal stories, awesome. paranormal things news, that are ha- happening. Call news we call it stories. News. Um, we have Kiki News Girl here, but she doesn't have her own microphone today, which Zane loves. I <laughs> no and, um we give unsolicited advice for the people who are experiencing these paranormal news stories. So, um, Kiki, you gonna take it away? She has a giant keys attached to her that she got hit on. Somebody on told me that what? we should be in a television reality show called Married Without Children. Yeah. Me and Kiki. Married with Kiki. Married without children. It's like married with children. I got no. I, I got I, it. I, I just came up with a better name. I don't. I don't. I don't married understand. You know what I'm <laughs> married with Kiki. Could I get that that hairdo that Peg Bundy has? Yeah, if, if we're on that show. You can. Then you could pose in my men's magazine, Hair Belvedere, <laughs> starting in December. <laughs> Look out for the big drop. Woo. Christina Ricci is going to be on the cover. Woo. And what? I forgot you to play the theme music. I'm going to play. Right and Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder will be on the centerfold. And I'll be uh, right there between them. Where's, where's, Mr., where's Mr. Belvedere? <laughs> Mr. Belvedere is dead, actually. He died. Well, thanks for bringing it down. <laughs> well, I mean, he died in, we have that? at a real high point in his life. <laughs> Good. So, yeah. That's all we could ever hope for.
That's our uh, that's our uh, intro music to the news stories. That is so great. Thanks. No, it's not ours. <laughs> Thanks, Modar. <laughs> but we really like it because it says Mystic Party. But someone should write us a new th- song to go into the news stories. Someone should do that. Anytime you guys want. Go ahead, Kiki. All you. This week in paranormal news, headlines, mysterious woman in black, and want baby soft skin? Try fetus soap. <laughs> we'll start with mysterious woman in black. Mm-hmm. A mysterious figure is capturing the attention of social media. She's been nicknamed the woman in black. Dun, dun, dun. She wears black. Been... It's not a very creative name. No, not at all. Ironically, and... it's polka dots. <laughs> it's so weird. It's really so weird. <laughs> And she's been spotted in different parts of East Tennessee and Virginia. Tennessee. That is a first, and I'm a 42-year-old. I've never seen anybody dress like that around here. There you go. I've never seen anybody dress like that or around here like that, said Mary Hawk of Oak Hill, Tennessee. The 56-year-old woman claims she's on a Bible mission, and it looks like she's making her way down south. That's it. And also says that she's, like, Islamic. Did you read that part? She said that she claimed that she's Islamic and worked at the Pentagon when someone talked to her. The woman in black also told investigators she was from an Islamic nation and worked at the Pentagon. Oh, because they determined nation. that that wasn't true. Yeah, that is not true. <laughs> well, how did I'm I'm not I'm not sold that's not true. I mean, why not? Why would it not be true? She's running around with uh, in, in black. black. Apparently, so what's funny about this is that if you read the news story, there's like so many photos people put on social media. Like she's become like a social media phenomenon. So I think anything could be happening with her. I think she could work at the Pentagon. You never know. When we were kids, we, there was this mayor, our sheriff, or chief of police or something, that like once a year he'd dress up as a homeless person and see would see how people would treat him. And then the answer was like not well. But like he would like, <laughs> and then he would like, re- they reported about it in the newspaper or something. I don't know why he did that or what, how we all knew about it. My favorite part about that is his undercover costume was he'd put a diamond studded magnetic earring on no he wouldn't yeah he did really yeah because like it was like oh yeah like thugs thugs were oh uh, uh, when he was but that was when he was not as a homeless person no that was just that used to be the cops go to for undercover yeah that like, and like a corn hat or something like, i've still got my mustache i've still got this pretty much the same clothes but you know i'm not a cop because cops don't have earrings do you want to buy some drugs Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Do you trust me? Yeah. That's right, because we both have earrings. Yeah, that's right, because I, I wear one earring. That I makes w- me cool. I wear an earring in my left ear. Uh-huh. That's generally the first thing I look for. When, when you're when finding I'm, friends? Yeah. Or yeah. buying drugs? Both. Okay. Because it's only my, my... The only people that I'm friends with are those from whom I can buy drugs. Right, right, right. Obviously. The only people I buy drugs from are people who, like, you're in, like, a public space and they walk by and they go, weed, weed, <laughs> ecstasy, ecstasy. Like, real quiet. And I'm yeah. like, this guy seems legit. He yeah. seems like a person I should be buying drugs from. There used to be a Bill Hicks thing where he'd talk about how he would, when he walked down the street, he'd hear the guy ahead of him be like, cocaine, cocaine. But then when he would walk by, he'd be like. Heroin? Yeah. Heroin, really? Uh, no, it was, like, something really cheap. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. That's got to hurt yourself. He's like, we're hitting all? Yeah. <laughs> you probably need to date rape women. Ugh. Um. Okay. Sorry. That was, is that too much, guys? It's too much. Two married men in this room. Um, all right. Mystery woman. Mysterious woman. Guys, what is our um, advice for for that, for the mysterious woman? 
Uh, maybe offer to sell her drugs. I mean, maybe. Yeah, hey, you know, put on an earring. <laughs> Go undercover. You know, it could also be maybe she's just making her way down. You know, over to to Comic Con, and she's just, <laughs> she's just cosplaying the woman in black from that Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, movie. that's so true. Does anybody tell you you look like Daniel Radcliffe sometimes? I have heard that a lot. Oh, I just saw it right when you said it. A lot. Oh, Actually, is that the worst? The, one oh, of the one of the earliest one of the earliest things that somebody said about about the almost human trailer was they said it looks like. It looks like bald Louis C.K. chasing a fat Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, wow, we should really do some sort of Harry Potter like slash slash something with you as the star. I, I, one one time in college, I got really drunk and I went around trying to cast Expecto Patronum on people. <laughs> <laughs> There's a video of it somewhere. Man, if you have to look like a famous person, I feel like that's not the one you want to look like. Why? Well, I guess it's better than looking like which one? Freddy Krueger. Which yeah. one do you look like? like? Uh, Richard Simmons. No. This is what people say about me when they meet me. They're like, yeah, I tell you, you look like Richard Simmons. And they're like, yes. Next news story. Next news story. One baby soft skin? Try fetus soap. Some ingenious sicko is poised to earn a mint producing a bar of soap shaped like a human fetus in an amniotic sack. For 15 US dollars, you can be the proud owner of goat's milk soap in the shape of a human fetus encased in a glycerin amniotic sack. That's the whole story, but I went and looked at it on Etsy, and then I bought one for my friend who's going to have a baby. <laughs> you bought your friend who's going to have a baby fetus soap? I'm nodding my head yes for no one who can see me. That's I thought that was a good gift. That's a, that's a good gift. You know what? I, here's a, let me throw this gift idea at you guys, okay, for people about to have a baby. Are you ready? When you Okay, you know when you go and you get, like, a sonogram, and they have, like, the 3D sonograms now where you can, like, see it and it looks 3D? Yeah. What if you got that? But you could 3D print it on like a 3D printer, and it could like be like a you like give a somebody their unborn child. Yeah, but but what if you could make it into a snow globe that looks like an amniotic sack? That's, oh, that's pretty good. And what so do you, you shake it up, and it's like kind of gross in there. I, I'd want to give it like like you know ninja chop action or something. Oh, that's you good. Know? I thought you were saying you're gonna give it horns. What are you gonna? Oh, I give it. I give it horns. What, you, what are you gonna wash it with? Some fetus soap. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah you wash it with the fetus soap. You give them a fetus of their own. Do you guys like, like, gross... Would you buy this? Do you like, like, gross, like, things like that? I'd buy it as a novelty gift for somebody. For somebody about to have a baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. But the person who wrote this article was disgusted by it. They were so angry, and I was like, that's kind of a good idea. I mean, if it, if it were... When you first read the headline, I thought it was going to be, like, some guy's washing himself with baby fetuses. That's yeah. That's what I thought the story was about, because I didn't really listen. No, it's the soap that looks like a fetus. That's it? Yes. God, why don't you open up your ears? Well, because don't people, people like eat placenta and stuff. They to eat like it. Get good skin or whatever, right? They I totally... eat it once a week. So. <laughs> they totally eat it. Right. They eat it. Like stir fried placenta? Yeah. yeah, or they bury it. We had a friend that buried hers in a backyard. What if you buried just a placenta in the pet cemetery? Would the <gasps> placenta come back? Totally would come back. And then you'd like be haunted by it. I don't really know what a placenta looks like, but in my brain is like a giant, like amoeba kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like big, but like big, like two feet of, across. It's a sack of snot, basically. It's a sack of snot? No, I want it to be like two feet across. Oh, yeah. really? It's small? Kiki's saying it's like six inches. Kiki, how many placentas have you eaten? Fourteen. <laughs> Kiki eats his placenta once a year. She gets this down right. for a nice <laughs> placenta dinner. She goes out with me, and that's why we have perfect skin. Oh yeah, that's good. It is supposed to be really. It's good for you to eat a placenta. Everybody's already tuned out of this podcast. It's so <laughs> disgusting. Um, 
I don't know if I, how I feel about eating placenta because it kind of grosses me out. But yeah. I also just don't. But bathing in it, whole different story. Totally different because it like makes you look younger. It's yeah. like bathing in like in in uh, rat, like baby mice blood, mm. that, yeah. which is like if you do that, it makes you look super young. Yeah, gross. Yeah, Zane's really grossed out. Anyway, I commend this person, and people should look this up. I'm gonna say, hey, people, go out and find a nice. What baby shower gift for your friend? Here it is. It's a placenta soap. I mean, I'm not a placenta. It's a fetus soap. Hey, people, get some placenta soap. Bow, 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 bow. That was like my, that was my Pink Floyd the Wall <laughs> <laughs> advertisement. That was good. That was good. What else can people make into soaps that are themed for like holidays and events? You could make like if someone died, you could make like a. Like they're like a, a coffin. A soap. death mask. Soap? A death mask soap is good. That's a good one. That's good. That's really good. Ugh. Um, there's no other like good like morbid events in people's life. Oh, oh, for a um, uh, circumcision. Oh yeah, that's like a good a soap. Isn't that what's called a bris? I think it is. That right? was really good. I don't yeah. know. Any, I don't know enough about it. Pulled that one out. Yeah, we can make a. What's a bris? I, I think that's circumcision. Where, I think that's a circumcision event. Yeah. Oh, it's not the name of the thing that comes off. <laughs> no, here, that's hold, called a dick. Hold my, hold my bris. It's a dick. That's a dick. No, it's called, what is it called? It's called a foreskin. A foreskin. A foreskin. Yeah, 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 but I thought there was another name. For oh, that. like for the extra part? Yeah. It's the, called a... Uh, the dangly bits? The dangly, the part <laughs> that you chop off. It's called gristle. <laughs> yeah, so you could give that for pe- to people. Like, you can give like some, some foreskin. A foreskin soap? It's a good, it's good. I'm going to ask that lady. On her website, she also had torsos, naked torsos. You could buy. That's cool. That's cool. Okay, last news story. Kiki News, girl. One more news story today. Ohio boy finds mummy hanging inside abandoned house. According to CNN, as a boy stepped into an abandoned house in Dayton, Ohio, on the morning of Sunday the 15th, he was terror-stricken to find a mummified corpse of a man hanging by the neck from a belt. What? Edward Brunton was the man. Uh, sorry, I need to summarize this for you guys. You're going to have to edit this for me. No, you sorry. can. I'm not editing anything. You're going to have to just do it. At the time do of his suicide, <laughs> Brenton was still new in the neighborhood as he had moved in only months before. He had left his family and friends, hence no one had ever inquired into his absence. The almost air-free closet in which he hung himself preserved the body from decomposition, insects, and animals, giving it a mummified effect. <gasps> oh. Okay, that's the guy. The guy who got mummified was the one with no friends. Yes. And then... And then the little kid with no friends found him. Really? Well, I mean, if you're breaking into a stranger's house and, like, rummaging around in their closet... By yourself? What I like to think is that, you know how, like, if there's a creepy house on your on your street and yeah. your friends say, you gotta go, you know, you oh, break yeah. in. Imagine, <laughs> you're like, yeah, whatever, it's not really haunted. <laughs> Old man in. Sellers is his, he's been hiding in there for years. And then he's like, yeah, he's right. Fucking, he's a fucking mummy. Yeah. Go in there. <laughs> and then you go you're in there and there's him. really a fucking mummy in there. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. That's yeah. really I super scary. I can't imagine that that child will ever recover. That's a really awful thing. That child will recover. I think it'll be fine. Does it say? He'll, does it say if there was like a mummy curse involved? No, yeah, that's the most important. That's when they really need to think about is not this child's health, mental health, but whether or not he got cursed by opening up that closet door. It doesn't matter if you were mummified during an Egyptian rif- ritual or if you hung yourself in a relatively airtight closet. You, know, you might still be cursed. A mummy curse is a mummy curse is a mummy curse. That's so true. Who do you think created that closet? Like, what is the 
The architect behind that closet made an airtight closet. It was like it was like almost airtight, right? That's kind of crazy though. If you think about a normal closet, it's not airtight. The yeah. article does specify that the boy's mom went in after him, uh. just because she heard the story and wanted to make sure that everything was okay. And it was a nauseating odor. You so know, that's really that fucked well up preserved. that his mom dared him to go in there and then. Went <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, go in. Yeah, just go check in. it out. Check it out. What? You want to go explore houses? Fine. Go into that one first. You want to do urban exploring? That's your new hobby? <laughs> yeah. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. And she probably knew that that guy was in there. Yeah, she totally knew. She totally, she was like his only friend. Maybe maybe he was like the, the Freddy Krueger of the neighborhood, and that was, you Ooh. know, how they dispatched him. Oh, Ooh. wow. Yeah. That's scarier. That is scarier. I don't like thinking about that. And we, I feel like just talking about this, we're, we're going to get the mummy curse. Yeah, we actually all just got cursed, but it's fine. We know That's a couple fine. shamans that can take it off. I've got so many. Um, I This reminds me of that we just talked about. There's all these haunted house uh, there's a person who specializes in selling haunted houses, hmm. and this would be a good one because you have to tell people if someone died in the house. Like that's something you have to tell people. But there are people who specifically look for houses like that because they want to live in like a haunted house. So this would be a good one. We yeah. should introduce this mummy to the real estate agent oh. that does that. Yeah, sounds like he didn't really stockpile very many much gold or crafts of honey. Yeah. For his journey. Cats or mistresses. <laughs> yeah, slaves. Yeah, slaves. Sounds slaves like for his Dayton, journey across. Canoes. Life in Dayton, Ohio for a mummy. Not as good as <laughs> life in ancient Egypt for a mummy. <laughs> it's so true. All right. That's going to end our news stories. Hand me that. Hand me that phone. Um, and we're going to move on to the part of the show where we ask you, a, a, we do a quiz with Graham Skipper about things he knows nothing about. And we call it It's a Quiz. It's a quiz. Quiz. I just realized Zane's chair is like really short. I kept thinking you were like slouching, but you're just like sitting in a tiny chair. Like a little bitty hard chair. It must be so uncomfortable. I'm used to it. You're okay. I'm used to it. We can get you some placenta soap if it'll help you. Yeah, does that help you? <laughs> it may make you grow. I've been a second class citizen in Hollywood for uh, <laughs> come now three years. You should have been. You should have done sketch comedy in New York. Yeah. That's where the real. That's where the real power comes. I liked that you were so nice to your um to that you in Folsom. Folsom is what they're called. Your school. What is uh, it called? Fordham. 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 Folsom is a prison. Fordham. When you went to Folsom, let's talk about that. And graduated um, in the arts. <laughs> Fordham. When they came to you and said, "Hey, can you take our name off?" You guys were like, mm, "Okay." I will tell you, Zane and I were approached by our high school to be on some sort of billboard that said, "Like Marshall High School helped us in life." A billboard or something. They both I think had... it was a newspaper ad, a full page newspaper. Yeah, where they're like, "Marshall High School helped us with life." And we both said no. We said, no absolutely <laughs> not. We said, Zane wrote to me an email and he said, the only mar- thing Marshall High School prepared me for was war. War. <laughs> war. It was war. <laughs> and I won. I won the Iraq war. You you were the one? Personally. Awesome. He personally did it. Awesome. And so that's what we say about him. What? One man army. Well, well, the, the well, Punisher is based on you, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That's yeah. what it says on your Wikipedia page. Yeah. What was the thing whenever the on the aircraft carrier that George Bush said? He said something like, "Oh, like the thing of the day, or like he finally won." He or was something. like, "Yeah, it was like good job, 
it's over. And that was like the beginning of the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking Yeah. You said that? What is that story going? <laughs> I, that was actually a celebration of me, but I was, oh. I have really bad seasickness. Oh. So I was on the John the whole time. <laughs> I think when you go out the John. Yeah. It's called the head on an aircraft carrier. Oh, he's right, Zane. But you know, in my branch of the military, we call it the job. In my branch, it's the one-man army. So anything I say is going to be the way we say it. In my branch of of prostitution, we call it the John. Woo! Hey, Graham. Get out of here. Your name is Graham Skipper. Uh Uh-huh. And um, the first three letters of Graham are G-R-A. So I assume you know about the Ohio grass man who also has the first three letters of his name as G-R-A. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. Oh, good. That was not a stretch at all. I didn't have trouble coming up with this one. Well, I thought there'd be like, I thought there'd be some sort of haunted skipper story I'd be able to find, but I couldn't find anything like that. I was like, there has to be some haunted boat. But then I just, I found this and I thought it was funny. Okay, whatever. Question one. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Oh, yeah. The, the catch with this is that if you don't get it right, you have to pay us for us to answer your um, crypto... Uh, what do we call ourselves? Crypto psychology. <laughs> your problem. Your paranormal problem. Oh, okay. No para, comment. Para, para... Whatever. You're fired. No. I run this show. Question one. The Ohio Grassman is a cryptid similar to Bigfoot in size and appearance. But he's in Ohio. Um, what is one major difference besides being Ohio uh, between the Grassman and the Bigfoot? A. I'm gonna. Oh, do you want to guess? Do you want to just guess? No, no, no. You yeah, can I'll, guess. I'll take. I'll take okay. it. I'll take multiple choice. A. Feet size. B. Stink smell. C. The Ohio Grassman hunts in groups. I'm going with stink smell. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not right. But I did think it was funny because I made that up. I don't know. Oh, you made it? Well, no, isn't there like a Bigfoot creature in, they in do the stink. Louisiana swamps that has a stink smell? No, they all do stink. Um, oh. This one also stinks, though. They all just stink. They all just stink. Um, but it's C. Uh, they groups. hunt in groups. Gra- the grassman, or men, ha- has been seen in groups of five or more for hunting. Mm. Also, he differs from Bigfoot in that he draws on the side of his cave dwellings. Just to let you guys know, this thing is fucking literate. Huh. Oh. Literate. What's he the drawing? What's he drawing though? Stick figures with dicks. Yeah, it's just like stick figures with lots of dicks. <laughs> He's like, if only I had two sheets of paper, I could make him a simple animation of someone masturbating. Yeah. Also, when he's like another bigfoot, he doesn't like. He just draws like horns on him, and he has a small dick. <laughs> <laughs> Question two: The grassman gets his name from what? A. Smoking too much weed. B. His food source: grass and other weeds. C. His grass-like hair. I'm going grass like hair. Graham, you're not doing so well. No. Not doing so well. And you know, uh. that was a trick one. I did not give you an easy one. Um, no, it's actually, he's, his grass source eats grass and other weeds. He hangs out near Ohio farms and is known for stealing corn in addition to grass and weeds. It is also believes, believed that the species was able to hang around in Ohio for so long because farming made the area unpopulated and that's how they were able to survive in the grasslands. Hmm. Oh. So what's so scary about him? I was just about to ask that. What's uh, scary? why is he scary? He's a Bigfoot. Bigfoots aren't that scary. I don't want to meet. I mean, I've I've seen them, but I you don't want to meet one. You don't be friends with one. No, not you're like, like not like some. When you see them and they're the like, show. they kind of want to be friends with you. Like you like take your earring out of your ear so that way he like they don't think you're cool. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh. yeah, it must be a cop. 
<laughs> Question three. This is the last one. Graham, I, Graham, Graham, I just almost called you Grass, and then I almost called you Grant. Okay. Um, this is. I feel like this is going to be your one. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it won't be, actually. <laughs> Question three. Um, what does a grass man sound like? A. Cries like a baby, screams like a woman. B. Cries like a hyena, screams like a bee. C. Like a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to imagine what screams like a bee sounds like. <laughs> um, and, and I'm... <laughs> I'm laughing at my own answers. Mm. I just wrote them today. <laughs> really mad bee. He's like super um, I guess the I guess the the baby and the woman. That is correct. Yes, Graham, you did it. I could only find this on one ma- website that vaguely mentioned it, but I thought it was funny enough to write down. And for all we know, it's true that he cries like a baby, which apparently they've heard him crying, but screams like a woman. Wasn't that a Britney Spears song? (laughs) (laughs) It's about, yeah, yeah, she has, you know, little known fact, she is a cryptozoologist who has a really big interest in the various kinds of Bigfoot species. But only in Ohio. Mm. Only in Ohio, that's true, that's true. Although I think she's from Texas. Yeah. Is she she or Louisiana? She is. She's from Dallas. Dallas? from Dallas? I believe so. I don't know. She looks like somebody I went to high school with, I feel like. Not her specifically, but like that's what girls I went to high school looked like. They look like Britney Spears, I feel like. Don't you? I never thought about it, but now that you mention it. I mean, she looks like every girl in high school. Yeah, pretty much. We live in a very beautiful part of the country where everyone is mm-hmm. perfect dancing condition. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, true. And until the age of 18, it's pretty easy to be in perfect dancing condition. You can eat Whataburgers all day. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Maybe not. Did you eat Whataburger? Oh, I love Whataburger. That's some. That's a reference that most people those, can understand. Those breakfast taquitos. Oh, I used to love the breakfast taquitos. Oh, yeah. Zane Zane does not appreciate that, but I loved them, and they're so greasy. They would just like the grease would just run oh, out so, of them. It's so great. And back like back home, uh, they they're the only place that's open twenty four hours. Yeah. So you can so you can get some gr- get, breakfast taquitos. But don't order before like before like four a.m. or five a.m. They'll get so mad if you try to order a breakfast taquito. Why? I don't know. They just get really perturbed. Because then they have to like make the eggs from, I'm sure the eggs that they have, they come from a powder. Yeah. I don't think they're probably cracking open real eggs back there. And here's another thing. Okay. If I'm working at Whataburger between midnight and 4 a.m., <laughs> if you come order anything from me, I'm going to be mad. I'm probably just pissed that I'm working at Whataburger from like, midnight to 4 a.m. What did I do to deserve this? Although, to be honest, like that's like not, like if I could do that now, that feels like, oh, I could do like what I want during the day and if I could just do a midnight to 4 a.m. shift. It doesn't seem like the worst thing in the world. Uh, well, you think the shift is just four hours? Yeah, yeah, long? just four hours. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to do maybe not to eight a.m. Yeah, Waterburger is really pro- progressive with their They're, labor, and they, they give you health insurance too. Hey, how did Graham do on the quiz? Oh, I'll answer my question. He did a one out of three, which is good enough for Mystic oh, Party. Good enough. Yeah. good enough for us, man. I think it's time for us to talk to the guest. Talk to the guest. He's getting so good at this. This music is like awesome. Guest time. Do you like the music? I really like Chris the music. ChrisRoder.com. R-O-E-D-E-R. That one actually was made for us. Recent oh, dropout of... <laughs> UCLA Graduate Music School. Yeah, but he's, he's a, he, did, he did write it for us. He did write it. Yes. 
Um, but before we get into your problem, I just also want to plug that Mystic Party now has a has a hotline. Hotline one eight six four Mystic Four. If you want to call us and tell us your paranormal news story or paranormal problem, like Graham is about to do right this very second, um, you should do that. One eight six four Mystic Four. You leave a message. Don't worry, I'm not going to answer. Nobody answers. Just you leave a little message right there, and we're going to play it on the show during our news story segment or some other segment we come up with. We don't really know yet. Um. Hey, Graham. Yeah. You know so much about Grassman, but that's not what you're here to talk about. Mm-mm. You're here to talk about what it feels like to get tased. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're here to talk about a problem that you're having that just seems like really terrible. Let Mystic Party help you through this issue. Thank you. I'm really like sincerely glad you guys are here for me because <sighs> this is something that I don't feel a lot of people are equipped to handle oh we we handle everything um that's what i've that's what i've heard yeah through, through the uh the old grapevine yeah. yeah um i you know i'm i'm a scuba diver i love scuba diving mm-hmm. oh. for many years great and, and, great hobby uh you know a, a little a little over a year ago i was i was going scuba diving and mm-hmm. uh i came across this little statue mm-hmm. on the you know set like nestled amongst the reef and i picked it up and and I actually brought it in today. I can show you. It has like oh, it's so creepy. It's this weird, creepy little thing, and it's got tentacles and little wings on it, and mm-hmm. you know, just eyes that just look like voids of soullessness. So obviously, I wanted to bring it home with me. Sure, why not? I thought it was really cool. We always take things out of the ocean that we find that we want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's it was sitting on my mantle for like you know three or four months, and then these weird people started showing up and I thought, oh, it's like Jehovah's Witnesses or whatever, but yeah, hate them. they were all like particularly moist and oh. they all, I mean, like more than just, you know, I'm schwitzing a little bit, like they were really moist people with mm-hmm. like webbed hands and they keep coming back and they keep, you know, saying, do you want to wake the dreamer and do you oh. want to... Uh, investigate the abyss and Uh investigate the abyss but not that way (laughs) yeah that's not as fun uh and and so anyway i I just kept like sort of brushing it off and thinking it i didn't even put two and two together with the statue but i'll tell you i since this all started my my skin gets super dry if i don't spend like a good six hours in a in a tub during the day, oh. like it's a lot. I, of... I have to. I I drink a lot of water. God, and I bet the tub gets like real cold, and then you have to like put hot water. You have to like drain it a little I, bit I kinda, and put hot water in all no, the time. Like I, I prefer the cold water. Oh, now, which is weird. Mm. It's weird. I have dreams of darkness, oh. and I just I, darkness I, I, and water at the same time, or just darkness. Just darkness, but it's all enveloping. So it could be sure. it could be water, you know. You're like a sensory deprivation tank. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, and, and I can't, you know, and I, I I started well you can see I've started forming little bits of skin. Oh between yeah. My you guys can't see it, but he has uh literally has grown little tiny webs. Little, yeah. little duck fingers. Yeah. So I don't know that with like the taste for very, very raw meat. I, I just mm-hmm, can't mm-hmm. all I can I, I'm probably just being paranoid, but I can't help but wonder if there's some connection between me bringing the statue home and all this kind of weirdness. Let me just make a quick announcement. If you're growing web fingers, you are not paranoid. You should seek a doctor or the help of a paranormal specialist immediately. Call your primary physician. Let them know you're growing web fingers. 
How long have those web fingers been happening since you found this thing? Uh, about two months now. Okay, but I and, swim really good. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, like super fast, and that's super fast. really helpful for you as a scuba diver. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. And um, do they hurt at all? Um, only in my heart. Okay. And have you tried to cut those web fingers off? Uh-huh. Yeah, and they grow right back. Grow right back. Like, immediately back to the size they were. Yeah, like yeah. like Wolverine style. Like yeah. Sure, we're familiar. We know it. We knew it. We knew it. I knew it as soon as I saw the statue. Yeah, the statue is, uh, I'll be honest, we've seen it before. What? It's, really? uh, we're familiar with this statue. It, uh, has caused some problems in people's lives before. Wait, I'm interested in these people who are coming to your house for a moment. You say they're real moist looking. Yeah. Like, they got wet hair? No, I mean it's like it's like they've just been been doused in a rainstorm, but it's the middle of the day. Okay, you know? wow, there would be some weird Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah, yeah, and it's I mean it's and it's not like you know it's not like just water. It's like I mean they're like slimy, moist. Oh, you know, like they sli- they shake your hand and it's like oh, really you touched uncomfortable. Them. Oh yeah, I mean you've done nice so guy. many things that I would advise against oh, taking no. statues, touching people, spending six hours in a bathtub. So many problems you're having. My dad used to spend six hours in the bathtub. Mine too. And when he got out, he had some pruned fingers. Yeah, but your skin is not pruning. It's just drying. It's just drying up. Wow. Do you need another bottle of water while we're sitting here? (coughs) Here, have like, have a few more. Have a few more. There we go. There we go. Also, if you want, I have, I have some, some bottles of Vaseline we can cover your body in to keep that moisture in. Oh, that's good. (laughs) You know, um, I have some thoughts. I mean, I think you've made some poor choices. Um... But I think we uh, we need to take a phone call or two because there's people just blowing up our phone lines. Okay. Um, hey, uh, callers, caller, caller. Are, you have some some advice for Graham over here with his problem. Hi, Mystic Party. This is Hi. Christina Kurkova. I'm from Long Beach. I work as lifeguard. I was walking on the beach and I saw a nice stone. Turns out to be an elbow of statue, and I touched this elbow of statue. Oh. Drove my bike home then, and guess what? I got hit by car. I then <laughs> ate bad sushi, and then later clogged the toilet, and the toilet broke. Then a truck full of sharks wrecked in front of me, and uh, a shark beat me. Truck full of sharks? So, my point is, I think you should give back this statue, because it's not just a nightmare. It's bad luck. Thank you. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. She found an elbow statue? An elbow she, of a statue, I yeah. thought she said, right? She oh, the elbow. thought she was picking up a rock, and then she, I think, uncovered a little bit more and saw, ooh, that's a statue. There's a truck full of sharks fell out on That's yeah. really bad. Whoa. Have you had anything, like, have you had any bad omens, like, along those lines? Like, let's say a truck full of sharks. That's a pretty bad one. I, mean, I hate it when I'm behind a truck full of sharks because it's super yeah, scary on the highway and they keep them in glass trucks. Yeah, yeah. it's really, it's really. <laughs> and then they just, they just like swim around in circles, looking menacing because they're just ready to if be you, in a wreck. If you've seen that Blackfish documentary, mm-hmm. get yeah. ready for this new documentary that I'm making called Truck Full of Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible the way they treat these sharks, and when those trucks get in a wreck. Boy, howdy, let me tell you, yeah. you don't want to be there. It's a regular Sharknado. It's a regular shark show. Shark show. That's true. Um, so any trucks full of sharks? No no trucks full of sharks, okay. but I I, uh, I I did go to a, a sushi restaurant, uh-huh. and uh, it was weird. They said freshest sushi around, and they, they plopped the... I, I ordered the uh, the the octopus dish, mm-hmm. but the tentacles were like still squirming. 
and and they began to crawl up my arm uh-huh. and and attach themselves to my face and to my nose and of course I only left a 10% tip you know <laughs> yeah. after that happened but fair, I think fair. but they were Too like fresh. oh no we've never Too seen this fresh. happen before yeah. and and so I don't know if it was just you know they were rated B on the outside it's of the restaurant good. so it's it might have been that but that was kind of weird although you know it might be considered a delicacy I'm not that familiar with sushi I'm yeah. not that familiar with octopus mm, they're very smart and they can like change their body shape to fit into like any item or something yeah. like that in any any jar I believe it's the, a hole the size of a dime to like the stretch Armstrongs in yeah. the world wow did that scare you yeah it was really it was Weird and slimy. So much slime in my life. Yeah, a lot of slime. This. How much slime was in your life previous to this? Um, not nearly as much. Okay, ten percent slime. To, okay, to That's what it is now. Still, I'd say high for average, but okay, that sounds not not I mean, terrible. Yeah. And now, what percentage would you say? Oh, I mean, now it's like up to a good ninety-two percent. And if you had to sing a song about it, what would it sound like? Um, <laughs> there's a lot of slime in my life. <laughs> it oozes everywhere. And there's a lot of slime in my hair. There's slime everywhere. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Should we beautiful. start a musical right now? Yeah. Should we have, like, we did the wrong show with you. <laughs> <laughs> we should have just made you sing the whole time. We have a musical episode. We do. Um. Wow. Okay, so now you have about 90% slime. 90% slime. <laughs> That's a lot of slime. <laughs> um... Taking too much time. You're not even singing. Oh. Go ahead. Taking too much time. <laughs> yeah. There's some slime. <laughs> um, That's really disgusting. I would say, like, in my top, like, five things I'm disgusted about, slime is definitely on that list. Hmm. Yeah, it's like stink smells, poops, slime. Um, snakes and I don't know what the fourth, fifth one is. Yeah, top five right there. Top four. Does what? Dogs that look my ankles. I really hate it when dogs look my ankles. Really grosses me out. Um, what's your top five? Top five gross things. Gross things. Yeah, I've covered a lot of them. Um, if I'm drinking uh, (laughs) cherry coke. And find some sort of yak semen in the bottom of it while I'm in Mongolia doing an investigation. Yeah, gross, 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 gross. Um, I like that. Oh. Oh, you enjoy yeah. it? It's a, hey, yeah. Hey, to each okay. his own. Okay. I think it's gross. Whatever. Okay. Um, for it. It's full of vitamins. When you're licking a bald man's head. Yeah. And uh, you get a hair in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Because you don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Mm, yeah, that's ooh. probably from the previous guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like the previous it. guy you were licking. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking if there, if there was some sort of, it's part of the sex ritual. That's pretty common. Oh, that's my fifth thing. My brother talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> sex ritual. I'll stop right there. <laughs> Um, That's two, and they're both really disgusting. Would you like me to keep going? Please don't. Um, let me ask you how disgusted you are by slime. 
Well, now it's just kind of a normal thing in my life. Yeah, so I don't, I don't find it particularly disgusting. It's, it's like it's, you're on. I can't do that. You can't do that on television. Yeah, you're like, just it, like constantly covered in slime. Is it weird to say that it's kind of comforting at this point? I don't know. <laughs> There's slime falling on Zane right now, and wow. you guys can't see it. Our studio is equipped like you can't do that on television, and we have barf burgers for you to eat afterwards. Oh, great. Um, you know, we have another phone call. Uh, but I'm really glad that you haven't. There's not too many bad omens. We have a slime situation. And and right now we have a guest. It is Alanis Morissette. <laughs> from You, you Can't, can't do, do That on Television. television. Oh, come on in, Alanis. Oh, okay. Oh. Hello. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't want to be here. Oh, and shit. isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Um... That she was like, don't you think? And she's like, I don't know. It's like, right. <laughs> I feel like we're getting to off topic. <laughs> um, that's a different, that's a different singer. Different singer, same era. And that's, who is it? Yeah. Melissa Etheridge. Um, I feel like we're getting off topic because I'm really interested in this. And I think the most important question we have yet to ask before we take another call is, do you need to keep the statue? Do you really need to keep it? Well, I mean, to find heed, it. Well, have you gotten sort of emotionally attached to it? Physically attached to it? I mean, look, like, I sleep with it under my pillow. Okay. But I feel like lots of people sleep with, like, stuffed animals and stuff. Yeah, and stuff under their pillows. You know. I sleep with with a whole set of teeth under my pillow every night just in case the tooth fairy decides to come by. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're just looking out. And same with me. It's like either I give the statue away and maybe fall into a black void of ultimate destruction and terror for the rest of eternity or I don't, you know, right, why right. take that risk? Sure. Really. Sure. You know. That's a strong... So do you think that the dream will come true if you give it away? Where are you getting that idea that seems so specific? It's, it's well, yeah, it's weirdly specific, but you can see in his eyes. I, it tell, I don't I look know. in his eyes, Zane. Don't you look in his eyes. I know I've met We've met. Look, when you, when, when you stare into the abyss... Don't you dare look into his and, abyss. And the abyss stares back... Don't you let that abyss know. stare at you. You'll know. I okay. Know. We know. hear what you're saying, and we're going to not talk about taking the statue away anymore. Yeah. Let's take another call, okay? Let's just take another take call. another caller. <clears throat> Mystic party. Oh. oh, I know this guy. Oh, Mystic Party. Yes. Below the thunders of the upper deep, far, far beneath in the abyssal sea, is ancient, dreamless, uninvaded sleep, the Kraken sleepeth. Faint as sunlight's flee. Against the shadowy sides, above him swell each sponges of millennial growth and height, and far away into the sickly light, from many a wondrous grot and secret cell, unnumbered and enormous polypi. Okay, we, when know. we get it, we get it. Slumbering we green, know. there hath he lain for ages, and will I. Battening upon huge sea worms in his sleep. We got it. We got it. We've Until heard it before. The ladder fire shall People feel so strongly about the sea. Yeah. Then once, by man and angels to be seen, 
and roaring he shall rise and on the surface die. That's uh, Todd Wasserman, who's a fish wizard I know down Long Beach. You, you know, years you ago. know what's weird? What I wrote that exact. <laughs> Thing in my journal this morning when I woke up. Wow, I, I was gonna just dismiss it as a, like as a crank for, call. No, no, like word for word. I knew, mm. I knew because you know I've known Todd for a long time, mm-hmm. and that's where I've seen the statue before. Honestly, I forgot a little bit. Right, because uh, it probably swallows you into the abyss every time you look at it. Yeah, and uh, so I usually don't look at it. Yeah, I'm turning. I'm gonna turn him away from us for a little bit. And uh, yeah, I guess. Todd's had that thing for a while. I haven't seen him lately, but uh, my question is: I so well. I'm glad to know you wrote that down. It's horrifying, and I'm not. Well, it's a love poem. Oh, is it? Yeah. To the void. The void. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Zane, what uh, what is, what was Todd's solution to that? What? What eventually happens when you keep this thing around? Do we know what's going to happen? It's going to drive you mad, one. Two, you're going to experience more fish body transformations until you are essentially a merman. Uh Which, hey, mermen got a good life. I guess that's not so bad. You get to date a mermaid? That's what I was going to say. Mermaids have some of the nicest... Titties. I was going to say... Personalities. Personalities. (laughs) Personalities. <laughs> but they also have nice titties. Yeah. 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 Do you like blowing into conch shells? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, yeah. Well, that's good to how, know. How do you handle a trident? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty good. I mean, I used to watch a lot of Star Wars okay. as a kid, so I, you know, practice like so, the Darth Maul like lightsaber thing. So I figure I'm pretty good with the trident. Well, I that's okay. How do you feel like your if your best friend was a crab? Um, and your greatest advisor. You've met. Sebastian. Wait, you've met Jerry. No, no, I haven't. I oh, was at your a, best. He's a, he's a crab. He's a crab. You met we him. We just on... met like mm. like a month and a half ago. We believe that. But he's a really nice dude. We believe that. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't okay. seem like you're so opposed to becoming a merman. Uh, you know, I guess when you look at, at it that way. I it's... guess. Okay, let me ask you this: If you had to weigh between becoming a merman. Living forever, uh, going slightly crazy as you fall into the abyss in your mind, or let's say just getting rid of the statue. Which would you choose? Well, I guess it depends on your definition of going madness, you know, going mad or, or going crazy. Because really, like, it's all in the eye of the beholder. Sure, right? of course it is. We, <laughs> we're the first. We're the first people to say that. You know, the deep dark black is very. It's very embracing and uh-huh. totally agree. I walk the edge of it every morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where I take my dog out. Yeah. Um, so, so you choose the mer- merman. I mean, there's no other choice. Okay, gotcha. We, yeah. we got it. We got it. It's, that was the it's a strong psychic link to that statue, and yeah. that's kind of with Todd. Listen to him. He's rambling but about he's... ancient oh. gods. And he's happy in his own way. But he's happy. Right. And isn't that really the That's goal? That's all he can want. That's yeah. all he can really want. Isn't that what Gandhi because said? Like, he said, uh, find a Cthulhu statue and then like and just, fall know, into the abyss. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. That right. I think that's paraphrasing, but it's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I can do a psychic. I could do a psychic break right now, and I could break your connection to this statue because I am Southern California's leading psychic. Ooh. But as a psychic... I am sensing that it's not what you want. 
Well, I'll tell you, you know, I uh, talked about my wife. And oh, mm-hmm. Real frankly, I think that she doesn't like the statue. Um, oh, maybe she's not so into you becoming a merman either and dating mermaids. Right. Yeah. And and she, you know, Destiny is coming out for the PS4. Uh-huh. And I was like, I really want a PS4. And she said, well, look, it's either the PS4 or the statue. And that's why you came here. And I just really, I want to keep her happy and... <laughs> I want my dog to stop talking to me. Right, sure. You know, it's kind of it's, it's cool, but they are, they're like they say annoying shit all yeah, the time. Yeah, so I don't know. Those, I think I'm okay with you going through with it, and then I figure okay. you just sell it on Craigslist or something. Well, let's do it live on the show. Oh, that would be awesome. Okay, great. I'm gonna hand you. Uh, we love to do this on the show. Here is your tinfoil hat. Okay, perfect. Great, and uh, one for Zane, so that way his brain doesn't get doesn't get affected. One for Kiki, so her brain doesn't get affected, and yours is just to. Move the psychic waves into your brain, even okay. though they all look the same. That's why it has like the corkscrew top. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it moves the psychic brain waves into your brain. Okay. Yeah, like kindergarten cop. Now, what you need to do is think of a song that you really like and then sing it. <laughs> and I'll sing the other half, and uh, this will make the uh, psychic connection. Okay. But pick one I know. Um, <laughs> look at the stuff. Isn't, Isn't it, it neat? neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl, the, the girl, girl who has everything. everything? Look at this stuff. Treasures, Treasures untold. How, How many, many wonders can, can one cavern, cavern hold? <laughs> Look, Look at the around here, you think. Sure. sure. She's, She's got, got everything. everything. Like the void of madness forever. <laughs> I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty. Oh, yeah, I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. <sighs> you want thingamabobs? I got 20. But who cares? No, no big, big deal. deal. I, I want, want more. more. I, I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing. Walking around in those, what's it called? Feet. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day in the sun. Wandering free, wish I could be a part of your world. To go on Craigslist, I'm listing this thing. <laughs> it's on sale for like twenty bucks. Twenty bucks is so cheap for a lifetime as a merman. Yeah, yeah. some people you get immortality and lots of moistness. Mm-hmm. So true, Graham. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me. My my Twitter is at Graham Skipper. Great. Um, Graham spelled like like a graham cracker, not yeah. like a gram of drugs. Not like twenty one grams. Not how like much the soul, grams. human soul, right? Place. Not um, like a talent in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. Bible weight. A gram. Yeah. Um, gramskipper.com, my website. Mm-hmm. I'm on the Facebook. Find and Graham and Almost Human. Check it out um, right now on VOD. Yes. Go look it up. Have look fun. Have some beers. Watch it late night. Watch it late night. I'm at Bria Grant on Twitter. I'm at Zane Grant. Please like our Facebook page. Like our Facebook page. We are updating it constantly Mystic now. Party Facebook page. Yeah, find us there. Find us on iTunes. Like, subscribe. Write us a wonderful review of Graham's singing on this particular show. Um, that's it. Thanks for listening to Mystic Breath. As you go. Oh, that's some underwater music. Why did we not play that earlier? We're gonna let this take us out.
creepy. <laughs> hey, baseball junkies, check out Duck Snort, a baseball podcast for people who can't get enough baseball. We talk with baseball fans and pros to bring you funny and thought provoking conversations about America's pastime. Like whether Mike Trout or Madison Bumgarner will win a skills competition, or if Bartolo Colon is a cyborg who will pitch until he's 100. So subscribe to Duck Snort in Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app, or visit DuckSnortPodcast.com. of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.